Welcome back to our Chemical Serenity, the podcast that takes you on a journey along the path, through the woods, across the fields and moors, down to the beach where we can sit around the campfire and talk about the path you were born to lead in a witchy, spiritual and druidy way. I'm Carolyn and I've been treading my spiritual path for the last 40 years and I hope this podcast sheds some light, opens a door or gives you a path to walk down. Now today's podcast is going to be all about using elements, but first of all I need to apologise for my voice. I've just come back and I didn't realise um, this had actually happened. I've just come back from a few days by the beach um, up in the northeast of England where I have all my family. And then I came back to the East Midlands where I live in Leicestershire and my throat immediately exploded. And I know it's pollens, it has because it's the only thing it can be. And um, because we haven't had any rain, I didn't have this problem <laughs> up by the, the sea. I never had this problem living down in North Devon by the sea. And now I'm in this basin of the East Midlands. Um, it's all come back again. So I kind of sound really husky um, and I'm hoping it goes away soon. However, it's here. It's not going to get any better for a while. So I just needed to say that before we go any further. In my previous podcast about altars and sacred spaces, I mentioned that you may like to work with the elements of earth, air, fire and water. These four are used in altar and ritual work in both Wiccan and Druidry. Elements are useful tools to work with and they can enhance all magical and energy work. They are also a wonderful tool to focus our energy and mind on, depending on what we want to achieve. So if you are manifesting, doing spellcraft or prayers, depending on your path, and you, the, whatever you want to achieve, the elements will work with all these paths as an enhancement to the containment for the energy you're working with. Elements can also be part of your own spiritual transformation if you're delving deeper into your chosen path. The thought behind elements working with the human body have been around for thousands of years. Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, believed that four classical elements made up everything in the terrestrial spheres, earth, air, fire and water. He also believed that the heavens were made of a special weightless and unchangeable fifth element called ether. Ether also has the name of quintessence, meaning literally fifth being or spirit as we now call it. Hippocrates theorised that the physiology of the human was governed in four humours and if that balance was disrupted between all the humours, we become ill. He says, if man was composed of a single element, he would never be ill, but as he is composed of several, complex remedies are required. Aristotle believed there was a further fifth element of spirit or ether which grounds all the other elements to harmonise together. Heraclitus explained that fire lives in the death of the earth. Air lives in the death of fire. Water lives in the death of air. And earth is the death of water. Philosophies on how elements all correspond to humans continued through our involvement and history from the Chinese in the 8th century to Leonardo da Vinci in the 15th century and also Henry Cornelius Agrippa in the 16th and on and on. 
In classical elemental systems, each element has two qualities and it shares each quality with one other element. So each element is either warm or cold and this corresponds with a male or female gender. Male qualities are light, warm and active, whereas female qualities are dark, cold, passive and receptive. Which does kind of feel the wrong way around, but apparently not, as the Chinese system of yin and yang is pretty much the same. Giving yin, which is the male energy, to warmth, and yang energy, which is female, to cold. The alchemical symbol for the four elements are a triangle, and the orientation of the triangle is determined by warmth or coldness, male or female. So male, warm elements, point upwards, ascending towards the spiritual realm, and female cold elements point downwards, descending into the earth. If you wanted to use the element symbol, then imagine each as a triangle. Earth is pointing up, the air is pointing down. Both these signs have a crossbar through their triangle. Some drawings will be with the crossbar inside the triangle, others with it escaping just outside. Water and fire are also opposite triangles and fire is facing up and water facing down, but no crossbar. If you imagine the pentagram or five-sided star, which is synonymous with magical workings and the craft, the pentagram has represented many diverse meanings over the centuries. And since at least the Renaissance of the 14th and 15th century, one of its associations is with the five elements. Traditionally, there is a hierarchy among the elements, ranging from the most spiritual to the least spiritual, and this hierarchy depends on the placement of the elements around the pentagram. So starting with spirit being the highest element at the top, we descend to fire. We follow the lines of the pentagram over to air, across to water, back down to earth, which is the lowest and most material of all the elements, and then the final line between earth and spirit completes the geometric shape. In the circle, earth is north, air is east, fire is south, water is west. And in magical circle work, in both Druidism and Wiccan, the circle is drawn and entered from different points. There are two ways you can work with elements. Firstly, there is the use in ritual work for intention, spell casting, etc. And secondly, is on your path of self-discovery through meditations. So if you have your journal at hand and you want to write down any of this that I'm about to um, talk to you about, then feel free. So taking a deep dive into your element and then working with the other three around it is a perfect way to ensure results in your magical workings or just generally being more connected to all the elements. So firstly, how do you know what element you are? Okay, earth elements are Taurus, Capricorn and Virgo. Air elements are Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. Fire elements are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. Water are Cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. Now each of us has all four of the elements within us but one is dominant and the other three work with that dominant one to create the energies of that individual person and as I touched on it slightly earlier in Greek philosophy disease, illness and a poor well-being happens when any of the elements are out of balance in your body. Even the weather can affect us. So some days 
you know, do you feel completely blah? Or your joints may be aching, you can't get motivated. There could be something wrong with one of your elements. So grab that journal, here we go, and let's go for a bit of a dive into the first element, which is earth. So our first element is earth. And as I've said before, this is a triangle with a point at the bottom and a line through the bottom portion. And you can draw it surrounded by a circle if you wish. The gender for the element is feminine. The season is winter. Time of day is midnight. Direction is north. Colours would be green, brown, black, grey, orange, pink and red. Animal associations would be bears, deers, wolves, badgers and elephants. Elementals would be dwarves and gnomes. Emotions could be solid and practical, but also sensual and drawn to material goods. And earth elements can be a bit stubborn and unyielding. Herbs and plants would be black coash, cinquefoil, whorehound, pennyroyal, sage, slippery elm, milky oats, plantain, dandelion and nettles. Instruments would be percussion, drums, cymbals, etc. Obviously, as I've said before, the star sign is Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn. Energy is yin. Stones that could be used would be jade, onyx, emerald. Um, and there are others which, depending on um, crystals and how deep you want to go into them. Ritual tools would be stones, dirt, bones, pentacle, salt. Altar tool would be a stone, a salt, rocks and crystals. Ritual forms for this would be planting items and burying them in a ritual. And the tarasuit would be pentacles. Now the creative you is working with your hands and building things from scratch because you have the patience and are more likely to read the instructions <laughs> unlike someone who is a fire sign who won't even bother to look for the instructions. Earth represents strength, grounding and the material world. Wealth, success, foundations, death and rebirth. So as you listen and you're grabbing your journal, make sure, that, have a look, see if there's some questions that come up that you can ask yourself as an earth element person. What is there about you that makes you feel connected to earth? Earth is in the opposite direction as fire and therefore corresponds with midnight, winter and the new moon. Now, whilst these things might represent bareness and barrenness, more often they are also representative of potential and transformation. The point where the old give way to the new, the empty fertility readies to feed new creations. So earth souls work well with water souls and with all things watery, in fact, which um, we hopefully will be discussing at another time. Next element is water. So the alchemical symbol is a triangle with a point at the bottom and sometimes it's on its own or seen with the circle. The gender again is feminine. Season is autumn. Time of day is sunset. Direction is the west. Colours are blue, green, grey and silver. And animals are fish. Explained such as the salmon of knowledge or otters, seals, whales, dolphins and swans. Elementals are the water-based nymphs, as they're called the undine, or mermaids. Emotions are moon, goddess, night, 
female, the earth, the mother, love, feelings, sensitivity, dreaming and tears. Herbs and plants would be burdock, catnip, alicampanane, echinacea, meadowsweet, poppies, rose, valerian, blue vervain, uh, violet, marshmallows, calendula, mugwort, evening primrose and all stems. Instruments would be string section with violin, cello, harp and guitar. Obviously star signs, as I've said before, are Cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. Energies yin, stones and gems would be aquamarine, turquoise, labradorite, malachite and kunzite. Ritual tools are the cup or chalice. Altar tool would be water in a chalice, cup or cauldron. Ritual forms would be anything that is water-based ritual. And the tarot suit would be the cups. So the creative you is water is the element of emotion and wisdom, particularly the wisdom of age. It represents a time past the peak of livelihood, moving towards the end of the cycle. Water is the element of emotion and the unconscious or opposed to the conscious intellectualism of air. Water is one of two elements that has a physical existence that can interact with all the physical senses. Water is still considered less material and thus superior to the earth-based elements and because it possesses more motion and activity than earth. So think of places where you can find earth and water together and perhaps take a walk there, for example by a reservoir, lake or beach. If you don't have a lake near you, then meditate and imagine one. Find a photo online and look at it and meditate and imagine you are there walking with those energies. Feel the earth under your feet and if you have the opportunity to actually go barefoot in the mud, then do it. Allow your feet to connect to earth and let it ground you if you're feeling off balance. Water will always support earth. After all, plants and the earth need water or rain to grow. Our next element is air and the alchemical symbol for this one is the triangle, as I've said before. But this one is, this time it's pointing up. So the, the point of the triangle is at the top and you have the little line um, just about around the quarter mark at the top. Sometimes just coming out the triangle, sometimes it's seen as being within the triangle. Um, air's gender is masculine. The season is spring. Time of day is sunrise. Direction is east. Colour is yellow. Animals are birds, such as eagles, falcons, anything that goes soaring up into the air. Elementals would be sylphs, they're invisible beings, and giants. Emotions are communicative, sharp and intellectual, but also prone to overindulging in, um, in fantasy and theory. Herb plants would be comfrey, elder, eyebright, lavender, mugwort, peppermint, thyme, wormwood, skullcap, borage, chamomile, valerian, blue vervain and mullein. Instruments are the wind section, which would be from a recorder to a clarinet, the oboes and flutes. Star sign would be Gemini, Libra and Aquarius, as I've said before. And then energy is yin. Stones and gems would be blue lace agate, tourmaline, opal, quartz, lapis lazuli and moonstone. You can almost imagine that floaty, beautiful air to each of those stones. Ritual tools would be wand, athame or dagger, 
an altar tool would be incense. A ritual form would be smoking and clearing air through burning incense and saining. The tarot suit would be words and spades. So the creative side to air um, is the element of new beginnings, of youth, increase in creativity, and as such, it is associated with spring, the waxing moon and sunrise. Things are growing warmer and brighter, while plants and animals give birth to a new generation. So air is the element of intelligence, creativity and beginnings. Largely intangible and without permanent form, air is an active masculine element, superior to the more material um, elements of water and earth, for example. So air works with fire as as both are outgoing and energetic and they are both thinkers and doers with passion for whatever they are doing at the time. But sometimes um, air can be seen as being flighty and away with their heads in the clouds and away with the fairies. So working with earth is a good way to ground that energy to achieve any goals. And now we come to fire and the symbol in alchemical symbology is the triangle pointing upwards but no line so again as i've said with all these symbols you can draw the circle around them if you wish to but this one is the triangle pointing up with a tip at the top so the gender is male season is summer time of day is noon direction is south planets are the sun and mars uh, colors would be red or any shades of red Animals would be salamander. Elements would be the salamander and the phoenix. And emotions would be bold, brash and daring, outspoken and tell it like it is. And they don't hold back. I know because I am one. Herbs and plants would be angelica, basil, wood betony, garlic, hawthorn, calendula, mullein, nettle, rosemary, rue, all flowers and hawthorn, motherwort, garlic, angelica and ginger. Instruments are the brass section, probably because we're very good at blowing our own trumpet. Star signs are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius and the energy is yin. Stones and gems would be carnelian, sunstone, ruby, garnet, bloodstone with others suited to grounding and putting out fire. Ritual tools would be the sword, athame and dagger. And altar tools would be the candle. A ritual form would be the fires and the burning of candles within um, ritual work. Tara suit would be wands and rods. So the creative side to fire is fullness and life. And it is closely associated with the sun. Therefore, it's unsurprising that noon and summer would be associated with fire. But by the same logic, the full moon could also be in the same category. Fire is associated with strength, activity, blood and life forces. And it is also seen as highly purifying, protective, consuming impurities and driving back the darkness. Fire is traditionally seen as the most rarefied and spiritual of the physical elements because of its masculine properties, which were superior to female properties. It also lacks physical existence, produces light and has a transformational power when it comes to contact with more physical material. Now, those are the main elements. And if you look at all those elements within the circle and you put them in the correct order, because I've done them as 
two female together and two male. But if you put them as in the circle itself with earth at the top and then to the east is air, to the south is fire and to the west is water, you will see how they flow, um, each one of them, and they work together. Then we have that fifth element, spirit. So, the fifth element of spirit. Spirit is what we work with alongside all the elements. So, depending on your path that you're walking, they can be invoked as a god or goddess or energy. Um, whenever we're casting spells, intention setting or making prayers. Spirit is like a universal energy as it's part of everything with no magical or ritual correspondences. The Greeks, obviously, as I've said before, called it ether or upper air as another word for it. And in Sanskrit, it's known as akash, meaning space or maybe atmosphere is better. But not the science space out and beyond our planet, which is a tangible thing. It also has no gender. It is associated with the entire wheel of the year and all magical tools and acts. Um, and it is a bridge between the spiritual and the physical or between the body and the soul. This space is present in all things and, in the, and it's the easiest way to connect is through a meditation and getting into that sacred space. So if you haven't meditated before, um, you can pop back a couple of podcasts. I did a meditation and visual creative sort of visualisation um, and that might help. But I'll put the link to that below in the show notes. So working with all of these elements, using the fifth element as a bridge between all elements and spending time learning about, first of all, learn about your element. Find out about which element you are and perhaps look into that more deeply uh, meditate on that element itself and then start to work with another element if you feel you are missing that element within your psyche within your body um, you'll know what you're missing you might feel i'm missing some air i'm missing um, fire I'm missing water. And if you're water and you're really emotional, then perhaps you need to ground yourself by working with air. Now, that was a lot. <laughs> and if you've made it this far, thank you for tuning in. I hope it's filled up a few more pages in your journal, a book of shadows, grimoire, whatever you call it, with some ideas on how you can start working with the elements and how to move forward in your spell crafting. So whether you are witchy, druidy, pagan, there is always a way to work with nature and the elements and I'm sure you will find what feels right for you. It could be a little, it could be full or, a full-on immersion. But whatever you do, have fun with these different layers of energies and experiment with what works for you. All I have to say now is don't forget to follow, subscribe, give me a like on whatever you're listening to this podcast. Every little bit helps me out. And you can find me on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, um, plus the social media, Facebook and Instagram, all under the name of Alchemical Serenity. So bright blessings, peace in the grove, and I look forward to seeing you next time.